Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. All right, a final hour of power right here on a Wednesday afternoon. Good to have you with us. I guess uh, it's a little kind of dark and overcast out there. I guess the rain is um, on the way or or maybe in some spots, and I guess it's supposed to rain until like. Tomorrow afternoon or whatever, uh, based on what I heard on the way in, I don't know. But at least, they guess what, boys? Mm-hmm. It's supposed to be near seventy mm. on Friday. Perfect. Near seventy. Last weekend, last Saturday, Liddell, you weren't here on Monday. Maddie and I, when we came back from the weekend, we were bemoaning the fact that last Saturday it was like a high of, I want to say like 22, 23 in most of the area, somewhere around that, and consistent whipping winds in the 25 to 30 mile per hour range. And I know you were here last Saturday, so... Oh, no, you know, I you got had to, stuck you, oh, in you, those temperatures outside because oh. my Uber rating has now dropped to 4.7 stars. Oh, no. So drivers across the country, across the state, are canceling my trips. Well, so why I is got that? You're stuck Len- outside. You're a Linnell Willingham. Yeah, you're a radio star. Exactly. What happened? Did you not tip well enough? Chris Russell, when you're uh, when you're the youngest in charge, you you don't ever tip on an Uber ride. What am I tipping my Uber driver for? You're well, that's why that's why your rating sucks. No, my rating apparently is dropped because Matt. Sometimes I have a little bit of an issue getting out of the old apartment. Geez, th- that's shocking <clears throat> as well. It, it's more shocking. You only have a four point seven with the information you're revealing. Is this out of five or is this out of ten? It's out of five. Oh, okay. So. I had a driver break it down for me last night. That means I've gotten 123 poor, poor uh, reviews, basically. So because you're not tipping. Short, long story short, I had late. to. I had to. Well, yeah, I had to stand outside for 30 minutes on Saturday after my national radio debut. In that, the, the irony in that. Oh, here. Yes. Oh, I thought this was at your house. No, it was at the metro. It was at the metro. Oh. But my Uber driver canceled on me. Like I got three different drivers canceled. Like they didn't know it was, what did you say? Sub five degrees outside. So basically, what whirling, you're, swirling winds. Ba- basically, what you're saying is, and you're sick now. Is mm, maybe you have a case? Maybe your Uber drivers got you sick. As long as they don't stink, which is normally my issue with my Uber drivers. They stink. <laughs> Their cars. That's probably because I'm getting the bad drivers. Because I'm a bad customer, apparently. Yes, you are. You got to start tipping there, homie. And maybe show up on time. Anyone out there who and uses show up Uber, on time. if you use Uber and you got enough money to tip, buy your ass a car. What, what are you doing? If I mean, you I've use had, Uber and you I've, have enough money to tip, you should have a car. I've it's had ridiculous. to use Uber from time to time. And you Not tipped? very often. And I, I tip all the time because I feel bad. Mm. They're, they're not getting, I mean, they're not getting paid a lot of money. Well, it's just like, I get sometimes groceries delivered from Walmart, right? I have Shipped. a Walmart account. Oh. Okay? I Because I have a Walmart account, which I pay for on a yearly basis, whatever it is, $89, $99, whatever it is, 
I can get groceries delivered to me, mm-hmm. to my door, which saves me a lot of time and aggravation and hustle. Hassle, not hustle. But I always tip five bucks to the driver because the driver's probably getting paid either based on the amount of deliveries they make or based on some formula of hours and deliveries that they make or whatever. I I would be willing to bet that they're not getting paid more than an average of like twelve, thirteen dollars an hour. That would that that's what I would be willing to bet. If anybody can, you know, figure that out, please let us know. So I think it's imperative to tip. Now, what I will say is, and this goes for at a restaurant or wherever, mm-hmm. where it's mm-hmm. not in, where it's not absolute must that you tip is if you get terrible service. If you get terrible service, like there the have been a time or two where I have left no tip as a protest. Mm. That was like in my given, life. That was like a middle finger for yeah. you, huh? Yeah, basically. All right, let's get back out. Uh, Actually, you know what? Before we get back out to the phones, this is important. You've mentioned Aaron Glenn a couple of times. Yes. You've mentioned that Aaron Glenn, in your eyes, is better as a candidate than Ben Johnson. Now, a lot of people would say, you're crazy, (laughs) you're a lunatic, you're this, you're that. Um, I I think, I, I don't know if you're right, but I've heard some really, really, really good things about Aaron Glenn, and I think... He's another one of these coaches that, listen, they were like the worst defense in the NFL for much of last year. They played much better down the stretch late last year. Second best run defense in football. And this year, they have been better than they certainly were last year. And while they're not great, and while you can certainly pick on them, I think it is a very, very, very obvious thing that they have invested in Aiden Hutchinson and the first-round linebacker Campbell from Iowa and they signed Chauncey Gardner-Johnson in the offseason. But they also traded away Jeff Okuda, who was a former number 3 overall pick mm-hmm. who wasn't working out for them and had a pretty decent bounce-back year in Atlanta, from what I understand. They don't have a lot of talent to work with. No. Now, they, Brian Branch is another guy that they've drafted and developed here who, who was, a, what, a mid-second-round pick because he dropped. Mm-hmm. And he's done a tremendous job helping Brian Branch become – one of the better young safeties in the NFL, right? But a lot of that goes to Brian Branch, in my opinion, not necessarily to Aaron Glenn. And I think Aaron Glenn would tell you that as well. So they don't have a lot to work with. But fans who are so pre-programmed and so overrun by the number knuckleheads to only look at rankings and stats will tell you that Aaron Glenn has no right, no business being a head coach. Yet the commanders are taking the entire contingent, whoever is in that contingent, and meeting, I presume, separately with Ben Johnson and Aaron Glenn on Monday, along with the Atlanta Falcons who are scheduled to do the same thing, and who knows who else might jump into the fray. And they might have, like like literally, Ben Johnson might meet with the commanders at 9 a.m. on Monday morning after coming back from San Francisco and getting home at 4 in the morning after the NFC Championship game, win or lose. Like that's that could tough be the life. scene. Yeah. That could be life. the scene. I have no sympathy for so these why guys. So why is Aaron way. so why <laughs> is Aaron Glenn a better candidate than ultimately Ben Johnson for you? Um not to say that the player's voice is everything, but mm-hmm. as as you alluded to, you hear just phenomenal things around the water cooler about what type of leader and man Aaron Glenn is and emphasis on mm-hmm. man, right? A lot of the times in the National Football League, something that gets lost and something that I think our pal Eric Bieniemy is damn good at 
your job is not just to help these guys grow as football players, but if the good coaches out there are invested in helping these guys grow as men. The Tyree Kill story is always so fascinating to me. Eric Bieniemy said, look, bro, I'm coaching running backs. You go play wide receiver if you want to play. Because we got it's a tough running back room. Tyreek Hill talks about the importance that Eric has had in his life as a man. Mm-hmm. I hear the same things about Aaron Glenn. And then that NFL PA survey that came out about midseason where the players on each team ranked their coordinator. Mm-hmm. Aaron Glenn had the highest rating of any defensive coordinator. He came in at number one. Ben Johnson wasn't even ranked. Right. So I'm not saying that NFL PA survey is everything, but – it's a big part of it, and I also I also look at this when it comes to the Detroit Lions, and you've alluded to it here in this segment. They don't have a ton of talent on the defensive side of the ball. Brad Holmes and company have invested way more of their resources on offense than they have on defense. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's just what it is, and they're developing and drafting their own talent on that side of the football as well. I think that you know Aaron Glenn has had a big – part to do with that man he's he's been great for them and I would think he's a damn good candidate here all right I I think he's a great candidate yeah. but I didn't put him on my top five so right now I can't say that I would prefer hiring mm-hmm. him over Raheem Morris and I get it that's over Mike McDonald over Dan Quinn and even Ben Johnson yep. okay uh listen I, again I know it sounds like we are anti Ben Johnson and you might be a little bit more anti Ben Johnson than uh, I am but I don't not think anti. I don't think you're overall anti Ben Johnson pool. I just think I well and that's mm. fa- and that's fair I think but but you know how it's going to be taken right. oh Linnell doesn't have uh, Ben Johnson in the top 5 not only uh is he uh, n- not only is he crazy for not having him at number 1 overall because we're all on our hands and knees just getting ready to have a slurp fest uh <laughs> for the next you know couple of years over Ben Johnson but also, how could you possibly, how dare you not have Ben Johnson in your top five? And yet, you don't have Aaron Glenn in your top five, but yet you're also saying, like, if there was, if we were doing our top ten, mm-hmm. I'm assuming, I'm inferring, yeah. that Aaron Glenn would rank ahead of Ben Johnson as well in that ranking. And again, you don't have either one of them in your top five. Yeah, I would. I think that so maybe six and seven or seven and, or six and eight or we whatever. To, if we went one through ten, yes, Ben Johnson would of course make my one through ten list, but he'd be behind Aaron Glenn, right? Which most people would tell you you're insane. I mean, again, but people aren't looking at it from a bird's eye. Of course, view. they're We're not looking at it from from a skewed perspective. Of course, of, oh, they're not. Ben Johnson has been shoved down our throats, yep. and it's him or nothing. That's that's the way some people are moving. I think that's ignorant and not a good way to look at football. All right, there's big happenings in the NBA. We're going to get to that in a sec, but first, a couple of phone calls uh, here on the Team 980. Let's get to Lou, who's been hanging on for almost two hours. Lou, my goodness. How are you? Hey, hey, what's up, Rooster? It's all to, love, Lou, man. what's going on, man? I mean, uh, what, what did you say you do? You're at uh, Amazon, UPS? What, what, what yeah, was it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shout out to all the Amazon. Yeah. You know, we all here doing what we do. All right. So you're there's always no listening and you're just, oh, yeah, I got you. I got you. I appreciate you. Yeah. yeah. Of course, man. You know, just want to try and, you know, ma- get some different voices also in the show. So, you know. Hey, man, I always want to, I always, when I come on the radio for some reason, like, I want to give a shout-out to all the people that's out there doing the, the heavy-duty job, especially, like, these days, man, with these crazy snow stuff like that. You know, it's tough out here, but you got to pay the bills, so that's why we out here. But as far as, you know, the coaching thing goes, uh, 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 um, Chris, 
<laughs> this, this, I, I don't want to, but you know, I got, I got to go with EB first. EB is my number. This is so the, 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 you know, Big L just told you was, you know, what he did with Tyreek. You just don't want no coach. You don't want a coach just for stats or, or trying to win games or whatever. You want a coach to lead these teams to be a better man and after football. So I felt like EB, he have all the credential because he's been there and done it. And unlike these new guys that we keep saying, you know, the the guy Ben or whomever else they they want to hire, but I just felt like the sole reason you want a leadership, you want a guy that's you know not just coaching, you want to be able to coach these guys after football. So I felt like the message what Big L just said. I mean, you got to go with this guy, but uh, you know we just too stupid and we just want that new toy. So. It is what it is. I know, you know, uh, if it was up to me, I'm going to stick with EB. And, you know, as far as, you know, the defensive side, I think, you know, Mike Vrabel, you know, he could be a good option. But Wait, Lou, is, wants, is, your, to... is your list, I just want to make sure, is your list Eric Bieniemy, Eric Bieniemy, Eric Bieniemy, <laughs> Eric Bieniemy? <laughs> I just no, want to make no, sure I that go. I got that right. No, I, I would go with EB. I would consider Mike Vrabel without with all the stuff that he won. Like uh-huh. you can't, you can't be, you can't have all the control. I mean, you could come in and run the, what he's doing in, in Tennessee the past four or five seasons. I mean, the dude is a winner. You know, he he just didn't have that quarterback. So you know, other than that, like you know, I, I go with Vrabel and you know McDonald too from Baltimore. I mean, you know, he's he's good too. But as far as you know, this Ben guy, like people forget, like this guy didn't do anything when when the game mattered. And it's going to matter this Sunday. As soon as they lose, guess what? The people's going to be like, nah, we don't want this guy. They want somebody else. I'll take it off, man. All right, thank you, easy, Lou. Man. Be appreciate safe you. out there. Uh, always appreciate you. Hey, uh, let's get to uh, our guy, Eddie, in Centerville right uh, right here. Eddie's always got a bone to pick with uh, Lindell. <laughs> of course he does. <laughs> I, I like creating conflict and friction. Unnaturally. What's up, Eddie? How are you? Hey, how's it going, guys? Uh, I'm doing very well. That's good, uh, buddy. Yeah. Wait, wait. A, a, is Eddie, it cutting uh, out, or is this my headset? No, 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 no. I, th- I think, uh, I, I think Eddie uh, j- cut out for a second. But Ed, before you start, Linnell uh-huh. is is. I, I mean, I'm going to have to take a picture of yeah, this so, so so you can see what I'm dealing with here. He's like on a tanning bed, for God's yeah. sakes. In the studio. <laughs> I'm cool and I'm talking to talking to my people. We're taking calls. We're having a good sports conversation. God forbid I be comfortable while I do my job. Hello. Nah, you you're good. You're good, little L. You're yeah. good. Don't worry about it. <laughs> he keeps throwing um, in the little L reference and I'm 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 gonna let him run with it. Because you know you know Big L's a rapper, right? I am I'm, I'm nearly You know what, Eddie? Old, I Big didn't L know. I honestly meaning. didn't know yeah. until about this time last year someone told me who Big L was. Yeah, yeah just Finley. just just yeah, like man. he didn't know who Lunell was and then he found out that he got all <laughs> aggravated. Well, yeah, Cuz that was ridiculous. Yeah. So I I'm calling because one first and foremost, I called about 3 weeks ago, 2 weeks ago now saying that Harbaugh should get that Charger job and hopefully he is yeah. and he him and Herbert can do something special. Now, with regards to Ben Johnson, I was telling Maddie on the phone earlier, I was saying how, you know, he has a lot of leeway because he got Dan Campbell going for every fourth down. All right. So you, you're going to see a lot of his numbers, uh, you know, are, his numbers are better than other OCs because yes. other OCs don't have a, the coach 
to go for fourth down yes. and fourth and eight and fourth and seven all the Dan time. Dan Campbell, uh, so, I think his success rate is 53-ish percent, give or take maybe a half percent yeah, on, he's the best on either league. side, yeah. and he goes for it by far the most out of any head coach over a, over the last three years. I love Dan Campbell, by the way. I like Dan Campbell. So I'm, I'm curious to know. I'm curious to know how 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 safeguard he's going. How safeguarded Ben Johnson would be because everyone's pretty much saying that he's going to be the next head coach in Washington. And uh, whatever, I'm not going to fight that. I've already, I've been fighting that since like I don't even know, like week 13 of the league <laughs> of the season. Because like I, I, I there's nothing that Eagle has. Eddie, about he gonna have some questions to answer, man. What happened to the game against yeah. Chicago? Why they get embarrassed by the Packers at home on Thanksgiving? There's so many spots where they came up small, man. Yeah, but but that's a, that's, that's, that's my whole point, man. Like if Ben Johnson's gonna come here, I hope you know what I'm saying like once he become once he signs that dotted line, I got nothing but to support him. Like I can't, I can't, I can't I'm not gonna hate on no coach. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like I can't hate on him. Like like uh, but I could, I definitely hated on Ron Rivera because I saw what he did in, in 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 Carolina. I saw that he took Cam Newton, and then as soon as he drafted McCaffrey, he ran away from Cam Newton, and it became the McCaffrey show, and that's why he was injured all the time. Because they ran the ball so much with McCaffrey, he didn't know how to handle talent. You, you saw that here in D.C. He didn't know how to handle talent. Now, with, with Ben Johnson, can he handle talent? I hope. And uh, the question is, the talents basically have gone on defense. So I wonder what kind of talent, you know, what, what kind of defensive coordinator we're going to hire. So I, I am concerned if we do get Ben Johnson. But if we do, you know, so be it. It looks like it's already, it's already in pencil, right? So I'm not, you know what I mean? Like Ben Johnson... Go ahead. You know yeah, what I, mean? I, I would. So, uh, I would say in pencil. Uh, I would. Yeah, I would. I would say that's a good way to put it. In pencil, not in pen, and not sealed. Yeah. You know. Uh, I mean, Thank you for my call, guys. that's what I would yes, say. Sir. Thank you, Eddie. Appreciate you. Uh, <sighs> always good to hear from you. We'll get to uh, Sean in Cincinnati. We'll get to the Sanchez man who deemed today Windbag Wednesday. We we've been largely under control today. That's yeah, with the exception of. Again, my guy, who's always willing to walk the plank, putting Ben Johnson out of his top five. I mean, that's about the craziest thing that's happened today. It's not crazy, though. Uh, You know? I mean, listen, as much as I'm fearing Mm -hmm. what I'm going to have to deal with for the next several years. With Ben Johnson? Oh, my God. I know. As much as I I am. I hope he works. As much as I am fearing that, even I can't. I, I can't be as hardcore as you. And put him out the top five. Yeah, and, and, and again, I understand some of your reasoning. I can't I can't put him outside of my top five. I just want to know what makes him – I'm of the belief that he's not even the most qualified offensive mind in the cycle. Okay. So, I just don't think so he So, again, I tried to explain this to you earlier. Okay, off air, I think. Mm-hmm. To me, the, things, the two things that jump out, while I, I'm with you, Jared Goff, former number one, they've invested a lot on the offense, the offensive line, which we pointed out. Uh, you know, I, I, again, I, I think Brad Holmes has done an amazing job putting this team together. And some of it was together before Brad Holmes got there. Right. But Brad Holmes has put, He's put the, the extra layer on yeah. the cake and then the icing on the cake and then the candles and then the party hat on top of his head, okay? But I think schematically, I think schematically Ben Johnson, from what I can see on all 22 cut-ups that all the film nerds mm-hmm. put out, I think Ben Johnson schematically is pretty darn good with motions and shifts and, 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 and making things look different and creative than you see in most offenses. The other thing that I think... Um, uh, there was another component to to, to Ben Johnson um, uh, that I really liked. Um, 
besides the be, besides the scheme or besides the design, I think people are infatuated by the fact that again, overall, people look at Detroit as having not premier talent. And Jared Goff, look at what he's done with him. And Amon Ross St. Brown was drafted in the fourth round and holds a chart of all the receivers that went ahead of him. And sure, Jameer Gibbs was drafted 12th overall, but he's just a rookie. Um, You know, Jamison Williams has been injured or has been kind of slow to explode. I disagree more with what you're saying. Detroit has some of the best offensive personnel in the league. They have the best young tight end in football, Sam I, Laporta. I, I, I'm not they saying that they of, don't. They have a top three running back I, I'm duo saying, you, with do you think that? Do you think that's the perception nationally that Detroit's loaded with offensive talent? It should be, or, or, or else people are just cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. It's, it's not, though. It's not. I'm yeah, telling you. It, it they the, look, that's the they, thing. They look at Amon Ross St. Brown and say, great receiver, but he was drafted in the fourth round. Look at what Ben Johnson the has re- done with I him. don't think the receivers make the offense. I think... I think Johnson's scheme has helped elevate their receiving core. I will agree. Their with you offensive on that. line makes that offense exactly. hump. Exactly. That is why they've had so much success right. because they have balance. Everyone talks about Ben Johnson and, and how creative he is in the pass game. Who's their run game coordinator? Who who's the person that's drawing up their runs and marrying the play action passes? Well, I don't know. Exactly yeah, like I don't know if that's game. Fraley. I don't know if that's I, I Ben Johnson. That is I, why, no I think that is why Detroit is so damn good offensively. It starts with balance. And that's why I like Ben Johnson. Yes. Because I like the way he views the game. I, I'm old school in this fashion. I think the NFL is one from the inside out. You, The best spine in the NFL, so to speak, wins. On offense, your spine is center, quarterback, running back. On defense, it's defensive tackle, linebacker safety. All right, quick break. More on this, more of your calls. Dumb, dumb of the day. Still to come in the next 35 minutes. Team 980 and the Odyssey app. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. All right, good to have you with us right here. Team 980, Dum Dum of the Day coming up. Plus, 
We're going to go speed round with uh, Linnell on all of the NBA happenings because he's an NBA honk or an NBA mark. <laughs> I guess you can call me that, sure. I mean, sure, you are. I mean, that's. I mean, you, I love the NBA. You uh, listen. There is nobody that talks more about the NBA on the radio than you, my friend. <laughs> I mean, you are like uh, Shams Charania and Adrian Wojnarowski wrapped up into one big package. Yeah, it's just... I mean, that's all you think about, pal. I, do I mean, you love, love the NFL, too. I do, but the NBA is near and dear to my heart. Yeah. Uh, and there's Fangio there's a lot of wackiness. out in Miami. What? Yeah. Vic Fangio out in Miami. Really? Mutual parting of the ways. Whoa. Wink Martindale to the Dolphins. You heard it here first. Well, how about Vic Fangio to the Commanders when they hire a head coach? Mm. That is an offensive-minded head coach, obviously. I think he's going to Philadelphia. Ooh. That's, that that's going to be the D.C. Now, Philadelphia obviously interviewed Ron the other day and uh, Jared Johnson. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't have a file that immediately comes to mind on Jared Johnson. Me but, either. Uh, I know the name. I just I don't remember uh, you know where he's been and whatever. I just know the name. Uh, and there was a quarterback, Jared Johnson, wasn't there? That's been on 16,000 teams. Wasn't that the dude that was here? Or Josh did, Johnson. Josh Johnson. And you know, there's a cool story about Josh Johnson. Josh Johnson, and, and Ben Jim Johnson. Harbaugh. Howard Jim Johnson. Harbaugh kind of is like responsible for Josh Johnson being in the NFL, and Josh Johnson is responsible for Jim Harbaugh's success. Hmm. They were together. At, oh, in San Diego State. Yeah, if he okay. didn't, if he doesn't get the Stanford job, if if Josh Johnson doesn't play well at San Diego State. Oh, interesting. So interesting. All right. Uh, so you have that. Uh, I'll tell you what we're going to do. To be fair to everybody, uh, and and try and get as as many of of these guys as we can. Um, I, I wanted to ask you this real quick. Yeah. Sure. Okay. Um. The Minnesota Timberwolves head coach, before we get into Giannis and whatever. Chris Finch. Chris Finch put his team on blast yep. the other night. Carl Anthony Towns scored 62 points or whatever it is. He said he was chasing numbers. He said he was basically being selfish. The rest of the team was not acting with professionalism. They were chasing you know, numbers and yep. stats. Not playing defense. Not playing defense, all that. Minnesota's been really good this year. Yes. But they are fairly young. Yes. Can that backfire on you when a coach goes that hard after you publicly? Uh, I think with this team, because they're so young and impressionable, no. Because what he said to the media, I guarantee you he said it in the 20 minutes after the game sure. before he hit the sure. before he goes and speaks to the media. They understand. They have guys there that – that's a good – you say it's young, but they have a lot of key veterans on yeah. that team. Like Mike Conley is yep, a vet. that's fair. Kyle Anderson's a vet. Cat is a vet himself. Yeah. I love that Chris Finch did it. I think Chris Finch is one of the best damn coaches in the NBA, by the way. But you need to do that. They're doing it to the whole team is different because you're not going to piss everyone off. It's not like he isolated one guy, and the guys that he did isolate are the captains of the team. So if I'm who's an ancillary player on on the uh, the Timberwolves, if I'm Jaden McDaniels, mm-hmm. and I see that Chris Finch is ripping. Carl Anthony Towns in the media after a record-breaking first half, Chris mm-hmm. Russell. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, yeah, sure. I love it. He's holding everyone accountable. That That's what I like. See, only soft-ass players like the ones we had in Washington's locker room complain when their coach gets after them. Speaking of the Timberwolves, they're here tonight. Yes, they are. They're here tonight. How about the that? The best team in the Western Conference is here tonight. Amazing. Trending alert time, and then... 
We'll grab your final phone calls and a couple of quick thoughts elsewhere on all of the happenings in the NBA. And there's a lot going on. We just don't have enough time to cover it all right here on the Team 980 and the Odyssey app. Yeah, so as we mentioned, the Minnesota Timberwolves are indeed in town here in Washington to take on the Washington Wizards. 6.45, the pregame coverage right here on the Team 980 and the Odyssey app with Dave Johnson and company as the Wizards um, look to bounce back from a back-to-back weekend set with Denver and San Antonio after a couple of days off. Meanwhile, the Caps, late night tonight, 9.30 puck drop in Denver after a disappointing performance last night in Minneapolis, St. Paul. You can hear it, 106.7 The Fan and the Odyssey app as well. And as we told you, lots going on around the uh, NBA. Uh, around Yeah, around the NBA. Doc Rivers uh, agreeing to a deal to coach the Milwaukee Bucks. We'll touch on that in a second. Joe Barry out as defensive coordinator of the Green Bay Packers. Of course, he was the two-year defensive coordinator under Jay Gruden in 2015 and 2016. By the way, the last time the Commanders had a winning record. Just want to point that out. Uh, And that's what's trending. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. All right, so Linnell just gave you the breaking news right before the trending alert. Vic Fangio and the Dolphins parting ways, mutually agreeing to parting ways. I mean, the 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 first and and you address this. He's got to have another gig lined up. He's already hired as Philadelphia's defensive coordinator. It's already been broken. That's why uh, Howie and Nick were so late getting to the presser. There were Who's thirty reporting minutes. That? That's Adam Schefter. That's Tom okay. Pelissero. That's okay. So everybody's reporting that yeah, he, he's okay. already hired in Philadelphia. All right. Well, <laughs> I, I mean, duh. Okay. Uh, I, I mean, I I didn't know that, so I just put out, you know, like ten days after the season ended. Not a bad defensive unit whatsoever. But what in the world would Vic Fangio mm-hmm. be seeing in Philadelphia's defense that he doesn't have in Miami's defense, other than the fact that? You know, Jalen Phillips and Bradley Chubb That's are going to miss large parts of next year. That's a big part of it. It's the defensive front. Right, but but it's not like Philadelphia. I mean, now, Shoot. if there's a strength of their team, it's their defensive front, but everything else is, is, is far from strength. Yeah, but if you're Fangio, old school football mind, inside out, Chris Russell. Is this Pressure a coup by Nick Sirianni pipes. to steal Vic Fangio under contract after just one year from Mike McDaniel and I, the Dolphins. I think it's I think it's hogwash and it's it's kind of inappropriate if you ask me. I would love to know how the conversation with Mike McDaniel went because he's probably like, "Damn, Vic, you just quit on us." Well, that's what I'm saying. I mean, ten days after the season, it's a joke. and certainly wasn't a bad defense. No, right? Not it was at a all. playoff team. I mean, I know they struggled a little bit here and there down the stretch. Mostly because of injuries and attrition. Yeah. You know, Tennessee late in that game, what have you. 
right? Who cares about? Um, well, I mean, no, I, no, not, I, mean, I care because Vic not, Fangio is is widely considered one of the best defensive coordinators in the NFL, and now saying, he's coming to the division. I was saying, who who cares about how Miami's defense performed last year? I'm just more like, this is we got to stop. There's tampering that goes on. There are back channeling. Oh yeah, back channel conversations. That oh, go absolutely. On. Well, because they, some teams get busted for it, and some teams well, don't. They probably did not call Vic Fangio, but they called Vic Fangio's agent. Why couldn't? Why didn't Miami block it? I mean, they certainly could have, but I mean, I mean, I mean, like for instance, okay, if you say, you know, Chris, I don't really want to be with you on Wednesdays anymore. It's not worth my time. Mm -hmm. I'd rather, you know, be with Craig Hoffman on uh, on uh, Overreaction Tuesday. (laughs) I I mean, what would I say? Screw you. You have to do Wednesday, or I would say, don't let the door hit you in the ass. No, you tell me to go fly a kite, right? Or go kick all the rocks. Uh, speaking of Craig Hoffman, he's coming up next. Uh, let me get uh, Sanchez in here, who uh, came up with Windbag Wednesday, so we got to pay him homage. What's up, Sanchez? How are you? Windbag Wednesday. So <laughs> Lunell. That's right. Yeah, it was Lunell. Win- hello, hello, Windbag Junior and uh, Junior Windbag. Uh, <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, My guy. I get, look, I, you know I love you guys. I wouldn't make fun of you if I didn't love you. Um, I, I, I'm sitting here think I'm sitting here thinking about uh, the glorification of Ben Johnson, right? And folks just throwing him. Lou and I, we we went at it on Twitter, as you've already seen, um, <laughs> Russell. And, and I'm like, um, my question is, I like Mike McDonald because he shut down Bobby Sloak twice, and he shut down Ben Johnson's. Um, offense once already so uh that that would be my guy in the clubhouse but at the end of the day i I don't think you can discredit what the cat has done he's worked his way up um this offense was fifth they've been top five in scoring and yardage his last two years he took over for anthony lynn remember uh that that first year but after that first year but it was uh campbell calling the plays after he had that big old uh menu board call play i remember when they beat the uh the Vikings, but I'm like, you can't discredit the young man for uh, for him gaining clout and, and credibility. I, I know that some people want EB. I know some people want Aaron Glenn. Um, uh, you know, it, it doesn't matter at the end of the day. Just get the right guy in there. If Ben Johnson comes to be the right guy, which I remember there was a guy Pittsburgh hired at the age of like 36 that – not a lot of people knew about from Tampa Bay. Mike uh, Tomlin, his name? Yeah. Yes, yes, him. And I remember <laughs> this guy that the um, that the Rams had hired. He was in Washington, and Washington never had success, but he had a top three offense two years in a row. Who was that guy? Sean McVay. That's oh, right. Yes. Y'all, every situ every situation is different. Whether you go by the book or you go off the cusp. At the end of the day, it, it's a lot more than just who you're hiring as a head coach. While that is the chef that's in the kitchen, sometimes i got to get the grocery back, the guy who's shopping for the chef too, which is what's going to be Adam Peters. I'm going to trust the shopper right there. And that, that's what I'm thinking, y'all. Let's just calm down. Let's take a break, take a deep breath, and let's just let these uh, chips fall where they must because – uh, this is a new day. This is a new day. We still got the new car smell on us. This is a destination once again. Let's act like it, y'all. Other than that, windbags, I'll deflate you. <laughs> y'all have a y'all have a good one. Thank you, Sanchez. <laughs> no, Love you, buddy. I, I agree with that. And I lead off. If y'all listen to me on overtime on one hundred six seven, I've led. Of every, course, we listen to you. I've led every show. Oh, oh sorry. <laughs> I lead every show with that. That is my. I I refuse to let anyone cramp 
my style, so to speak. I refuse to let anyone. Yes, we know. We're, dampen, we are aware. You know, I mean, as, as you sit here on your tanning bed in the studio. I mean, seriously, I had, I had to get on Grant Paulson at the start of my show the other day. I had to get on Eric Bickle at the start of my show. Folks talking about what they'll do or what they won't do if someone gets hired. We have been run like a damn third world country for the past 20 plus years. And you guys are going to turn your nose up at, at whatever candidate. Adam Peters and company wants, go fly a kite. <laughs> let's go to Pauly. Uh, let's get Pauly in, uh, in here before we uh, have to wrap up. What's up, Pauly? How are oh, you? Oh, God. Hell to the W, man. What's going on, my guys, man? What's going on? Hell man? to the double W Wednesday, today. Man. A little windbag Wednesday. Windbag Wednesday, yeah. huh? More like airbag Wednesdays, man, because y'all some crash dummies. <laughs> Anyways. Hey, you be geeking. Hey, Lunell, man, don't be coming with this. You was mad when you found out about Lou. You knew what Lou Nell, man. You got a shirt that say Lou Nell on it, man. You yeah, know I what know. that was about, man. Well, a sweetie shirt, but hey, it's still a shirt, man. <laughs> <laughs> hey, look, but when it comes to these coaches, you know what I mean? I, I'm, you know, me and Sanchez is barking at the same tree, man. Like, listen, who predicted Brian? Callahan to Tennessee. I didn't hear his name not once when he was talking about all these coaching candidates. You know, so whatever Adam Peters feels is best for this organization and the direction he wants the team to go in, what he's looking for, then, you know, at the end of the day, we just got to roll with it. You know, we can all have our personal opinions. Like, my personal opinion, you know, my list always started with Harbaugh at the top, man. You know what I mean? So, one thing, um, 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 your guy, uh, uh, you know, the guy you be trying to imitate, Rufio Tom Laverro, you know what I mean? Well, well, wait that, a second. Said, what? One, thing about, one thing about Harbaugh, one thing about Harbaugh, Ackerman, baby. you don't have to worry about him changing the culture because he brings the culture. You know what I mean? So Harbaugh was number one on my list, followed by Vrabel, followed by Raheem Morris. Uh, you know me? what I mean? I wanted a guy that, that had a little says? bit of experience. Yeah. You know what I mean? So if if I'm going to these assistant coaches, you know, I got to agree with Sanchez, man. First on my list on the assistant coaches, giving a guy his first go at it, pause, would be uh, Mike McDonald. You know, that would be the assistant coach I'd get a first crack to. It. But I don't need another offensive North Turner head coach, you know, a great coordinator, but not a, not a leader of men. You know what I mean? One thing about the three – Paulie, the three, you, you know, names, sometimes you actually make sense. Sometimes you actually make sense. Like, not when you said I'm Tom Lavero Jr., but just what you said there. Wow. Oh, so I could bag on Linnell and call him Russell Jr., but I can't call you Tom Lavero Jr. Exactly. Exactly. Hypocrisy. 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 There's a lot of hypocrisy in the world. There's a lot of unfairness (laughs) in the world. You know? (laughs) Hey, man. Y'all be easy, man. Love y'all, man. Let's squeeze in Sean in Cincinnati. Uh, real quickly here, uh, Sean, how are you, pal? John. I'm good, Chris. I'm good. Thanks. Good. Uh, yeah, I just want to get my two cents. I, I'm i going to wholeheartedly, or I won't say wholeheartedly, but I very much agree with Paulie said, and it might be one of the first times, but I'll, i got to give him some respect. <laughs> is I think the leader of men is what I was going to say. That's one of the favorite things that Adam Peters said in his press conference was that it doesn't, when they asked him if he wants defensive or offensive, 
he like he said he wants a leader of men. And I think that's the most important. That was the uh, number one thing for. that should have stood out to any yeah. anyone, and we we hit it immediately after we played that press conference live that day, right? Yep. Matt, you remember that. Yep. That was the number one thing that jumped out. We did it the next day as well. I think Linnell was in studio yep. uh, the next day. That was absolute. Now, he, more like, and I said, look, I don't know Adam Peters. I want to believe him. You know, but my understanding, again, this is just from some people that I've talked to that are in, like, the periphery, um, that he has made that clear more than once, meaning privately, that that is really, really, really important to him. And if it's really important to him, that doesn't mean it's not Ben Johnson, Sean, but it means it's not yeah. an obvious slam dunk like everyone is trying to paint it, uh, you know, uh, paint it out to yeah. me. Yeah, yeah, and I, I agree. I, and that's really just what I'm looking for. I'm I'm just kind of excited. I, I just want to find out who it is. Like I said last week, I'm just a little impatient. And just to finish up, um, I, I can. I just wanted to. Everyone gives him a lot of flack, but Linnell, you're you're making the youngest in charge movement. I'm I'm a proud member of that movement, and I yes, can just sir. say you're doing you're doing the younger guys proud. Um, you, you really do some great work. And what I really do think what you're movement are you guys doing? Is it like a bowel movement, or like what what <laughs> movement are we doing? It's a here? movement, man. We're taking over. I don't know, but just to just to finish up. Um, I thought I that was pretty Chris funny when I called said, it a bowel. <laughs> Yeah, no, that, that was good. Yeah, I'll have a drone joke, Sean. Don't, don't, don't forget. You the fool yeah. said it yeah. already sold. Um, <laughs> That's my favorite Chris Russell drop. <laughs> yeah, so just one last thing here before I go. Chris, you said you wanted to create some conflict. Yes. I have a great idea. Just get up, walk over to Linnell, and just t- try to touch his, ha- his hair as much as you can, and you'll, you'll, you're going to create some conflict, but it, it might be funny. You know I don't like my hair being touched. Uh, you know, I... I know. I, I mean, he, th- he I, thinks I, I don't have hair, so he I probably... I thought you were going to say go over to him and punch him in the face. I mean, you know, like <laughs> no, that would have no, created some... No, you tell Chris some... Russell to, to touch my hair, he may try to lift my left you know, lift my left arm up and go out to my armpit. <laughs> Thanks, Sean. Always good to hear from you, pal. Take care of yourself. Uh, Sean's a good dude. All right, real quickly, uh, I know we don't have a lot of time. Thought on... I said yesterday on the mm-hmm. show, I didn't know this. The the Bucks fired Adrian Griffin. I know they haven't played great defense. Yeah. 31 and 13 or whatever it is. I mean, all the offense metrics seem to be there. Damian Lillard, you know, new acquisition, all that. But they traded Drew Holiday away, who was one of their defensive stalwarts, as right? As well as Grayson Allen, who right? was a huge perimeter defender for them. But I said, is it possible that Giannis, who I think is a little bit more of a diva, then people realize, we is alike. it possible that Giannis went to management and said, or management went to Giannis somehow, some way, and, and there was a report overnight, I don't know if yeah. it's verified or not, that Giannis basically said he couldn't play with him uh, for Griffin anymore. Do you, I yeah, because Giannis is all in his bag, because apparently Adrian Griffin aired their asses out after yeah. they lost to the yeah. Indiana Pacers in the play-in tournament. Right. Giannis Kumpo is a big-ass baby. Ooh. Did you see what he said on the podium after he lost to the Miami Heat last year? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not a failure. Anytime you lose in life, it's not a failure. Did Michael Jordan win every championship? Does that mean Michael Jordan failure? That's not what that means, Giannis. You're the biggest, baddest damn player in the league. And you lost to the Miami Heat last year. Now you've gotten a coach fired. Like a daisical. You're like a daisical out there sometimes. Giannis needs to grow the hell up. He he's got a lot of diva stuff about him that I don't really like. And they hired Doc Rivers. 
One of the worst. Doc Rivers gets a lot of credit from people, not from your boy. One of the most underachieving coaches in the NBA. Every Eastern Conference contender should be clapping their hands right now and feeling a, taking a sigh of relief that Doc Rivers is back on the bench. That airhead. What the hell has Doc Rivers done? Blow 3-1 leads, if losing it, game seven at home four different times? Stop it. I mean... Again, I don't blame head coaches for everything, but He's I mean, I, I I can't say that the and resume he got him fired. I can't say that the resume is very good. Here's here's the one quick thing I'll just say: he was supposedly, he was supposedly yes. acting as a liaison or as a consultant Come to on. Alvin. Uh, what is it, Alvin Griffin? Uh, Adrian Griffin. Adrian Griffin. <laughs> and, and then he and then you know oh fired and oh I'm going to take your job. Yeah. All right, dumb dumb of the day coming up next. To wrap things up on a Wednesday, on a windbag Wednesday on the Team 980 and the Odyssey app. All right, everybody, we're putting a bow on the show the way we uh, generally like to do. You know, now, what would you consider yourself, a Gen Zer? Someone asked me this question the other day. I don't know. I'm 26 and hot. I'm a Gen, whatever Gen Gen no. Gen that. You're 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 a Gen liar about, <laughs> about, about the last part. I, I mean, mean that that's just that just whatever you define as hot. All right. Well, you, you I'm would... here's what I'm gonna define. Gen Zers all stink. It's time for dumb dumb of the day. All right. Good. So I found this uh, story, uh, of course, via the New York Post, but. Um, it, it, it originally it, it originated uh, from News.com out of Australia. Okay, we like to take dumb dumb of the day international sometimes. Gen Z <laughs> workers, you know, they're known for not being uh, exactly hard workers. I mean, we've seen this on the uh, Commanders. But uh, apparently this dude named Anthony Volgaris has amassed millions of views for a video that he put up on TikTok. Okay, because that's what they rather spend their time doing, TikTok videos. Uh, calling out the nine to five culture, he explained that as a Gen Zer, that he is willing to work nine a.m. to two p.m. for the rest of his life, but not nine a.m. to five p.m. I agree. Quote: Is you don't agree because you work your ass off. Quote: It is not something I am willing to do. It is something I want to do. It is not something I particularly plan for myself. Uh, meaning working a nine-to-five job. Now, he is, again, he's classified as a Gen Zer. Uh, it does not necessarily list his age here, but there's one picture of him, and he looks like a complete ass clown. And he titled or subcaptioned the ass clown picture saying eight till five, even worse. So here's the deal. Here's what I would say. Whether you're 25, whether you're 27, whether you're 22, whether you're 18, whether you're 19, listen, there's no way, <laughs> there is no way my old sorry ass should be out working, you s- little scoundrels. <laughs> Again, go kick all the rocks and go fly a kite while you're at it, too. <laughs> Nine to two. I know. Get lost. I know we got to hand things over to Hoffman, who I'll be joining at about four thirty. By the way. Oh. Um. <clears throat> overreaction Wednesday. Yeah, overreaction Wednesday. But I-, I agree. The nine to five culture that America has tried to force down our throats is a joke. 
an absolute joke. You you go through high school and tell people you want to be a radio personality or a TV star, they'll look at you like you're an idiot. People fail geometry. When the hell do you use geometry in life? They make us go to school from 7 to 3 because they're mimicking that 9 to 5 lifestyle because they want to pigeonhole us and put it all put us all in the boxes. My Gen Zers out there, the youngest in charge movement, go be what the hell you want to be just because you don't have a 9 to 5. That should not define who you are. The rich people in this world make passive income and don't work 9 to 5. That'll be the last thing. On this show. Thanks to Matty Ice. Thanks to Lou Neal. Thanks to you for being a part of it. Craig Hoffman coming up next. Adios. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.